0: Welcome to episode 18 of the Flames Fancast. Uh, I know it's been a while, but, you know, we thought we'd give you a break from the two of us. you probably appreciate it.
1: Tyler's just covering. It's mainly my fault. It's all Jake's fault. Been a little busy. But, you know, it was an all-star break, too, so yes. Pornhub
0: had a special, so he's been busy. Well, fuck, I don't
1: even pay for it. (laughs) They had a sale. Actually... One thing that uh, a buddy of mine sent me. Uh, you heard that in Hawaii they had that faux, um, yeah, yeah, the, the, the false alarm, warning. yeah, that, yeah. So apparently Pornhub published uh, a graph showing how many people were watching Pornhub in Hawaii, and it like just dropped dramatically. And then when the uh, warning was issued that it was false, it just fucking like skyrocketed, like Wh- people, like. Because everyone needed to whack off after all that fucking stress. <laughs> That's like <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It makes all kinds of sense. They were probably man. They were probably freaking out. Like it's like oh no, there's a nuclear warning from the government. It's heading our way. Everyone's fucking saying hold on to your butts, hiding in some bunkers or wherever they were going. And then like all of a sudden the warning was it was false. They're like oh sorry, this was a mistake. And like and then they all went to Pornhub after. Most people. Anyway, there was a spike. Back to the Eventually podcast. Eventually we'll talk
0: about the flames. At one point.
1: <laughs> but uh
0: I guess it's been three weeks, so we're gonna cover a lot of broad things here. But we'll we'll start with Yager. Um Jager played his first game in the Czech League a couple days ago or yesterday. It might have been Saturday. I mean I all I know was that in the first period he had two assists, so
1: Yeah, he already has two points. Um I don't know, what do you think? Like it, I, I think it was through. the right move. Yeah,
0: and I mean, I mean for the Flames, uh, what do you, what are you supposed to do? Like he, the guy's gotta. I mean, a lot of the decisions I don't agree with, but the Yager one I agreed with. It, it was time. It didn't work out. He just, he just, he he's a fantastic player. Like, don't get me wrong, Hall of Fame bound, hands down. But forty five forty six years old just your body you, you can't you cannot compete with this kind of
1: NHL anymore I'm coming around to your side of the uh, of the argument because I think flames fans in general are split 50 50 on this topic I was part of the fifty percent that was saying we just didn't utilize them right um, we didn't get enough time to get adapted you but know okay
0: I, so and I know you said you're coming around but I mean and I know you don't agree with a lot of the decisions, and I don't either. But, I, I mean, imagine if Jager was taking Mangiapane's spot. Yeah, but he wasn't. It's, I mean, you could argue he was. Because, he, he, in theory, he should be. Because why is Stajan and Brower and these guys, why are these guys still playing when we have these guys in the A who, who should be in the team? Because... And I mean I'm coming I, I'm coming around on the stage in Brouwer thing because this is just ridiculous now. Like this is absurd that we still have these kind of guys in the team. Stajan cannot play NHL hockey anymore. He is done. It's over for him. He is so slow and like he's just he's just useless. Yeah. And and Brouwer, you, you're like no holes barred now, the guy's a disgrace. Like that is disgraceful. I wonder I I I I wonder. That's pretty know. far.
1: And you know, for me to say that I want to know, impressive.
0: like, who has who has? Uh, if you look at their contracts and the goals scored, who has the highest number? You know, x amount of millions per goal. Brower's got to be in the top five. He's millions. probably
1: number one in the on the he Flames. Has three at goals, least. three or four goals. Uh, we'd have to check, but yeah, like he doesn't. <laughs> if he has, let's say he has I think four you could goals, count on one hand. four goals, that's one point one
0: two five million
1: a goal. I'm not going to check your math, but I think you're right. Um, he's four point five million. He's here. got three goals, twelve so assists. So that's
0: that's that's worse. That's like one point so six something million, million. If you want to round this goal. up,
1: you do it per point.
0: One point six million <laughs> per goal. That's what we're paying.
1: Yeah, it's that is a disgrace. But I wouldn't say. He's a disgrace. I think this this uh this club has No, it's not him as a person. Wrong. It's yeah. what he's doing on
0: the ice. It's disgraceful that we're letting this happen. Yeah, exactly. So, and, do you and
1: scratch him? Do you,
0: no, do you what do you do? No. No, it, the scratching is done. W- the way I see it is two options. One, waivers, two, we we make a blockbuster trade for that right winger. And the deadline's coming up, and I and I wanted to talk about the deadline. May as well talk about it now. But yeah. like Here's some things I've noticed, and maybe this is a bad example, but one, when McDavid came at us with speed in that Edmonton game, we had absolutely no answer. And, I, and granted, a lot of NHL teams are going to have no answer for McDavid, but we looked absolutely clueless. Yeah. And when William Carlson came at us in the neutral zone with speed, William, we're talking William Carlson here. I mean, Vegas. Yes, we're under, maybe we everyone underestimated Vegas, but still, like, we still had no answer. I think our, just our defense in general, if you skate at us with speed, we shit our pants. We absolutely shit our pants.
1: We need a shake-up for D, for sure. I think that's number one target. And
0: I just think, you know, I think it's either it's either complacency or there's something mentally wrong with this team that, that can't be fixed. And that comes to coaching, which and
1: we're crossing
0: a lot of topics that we want to talk about here, but back to the brouwer thing trade deadline
1: <sighs> no one's going to take him you can't trade that guy so no. you waiver
0: him he's, un- he's untradeable you send him down and then you find someone who can play that right wing
1: spot what's our salary cap right now like do how, how many millions do we have
0: oh as you, space
1: cuz you you can have but what are you going to tra- we have we have prospects up the
0: yin yang but we don't have a first round pick that's the
1: problem well, okay. right okay so i'm going to backtrack just slightly it's still relevant but you're saying that Jager was taking Manjipane's spot. I think in a perfect world, yes, you're right. I'm, I'm but, saying
0: if he was, you'd, but, be, you'd be more upset. I was
1: more... I would be, for sure. But, you know, by saying that, you bring up the perfect thing that I've always wanted to say is that the consistency in this club, whether it's the coaching staff or management that is handling the roster, is failing us. That's, that's the first failure. Now... You, you have a situation where, as you said, Brower's making what, 1.2 million per goal right now, which is pathetic. And then you have Stagen. 1.6 something. Sorry, 1.6. And then you have Stagen. 400,000 difference. My bad. You have Stagen. <laughs> fucking asshole. I know. I get it. Sorry. You have Stagen, who is just fairly. I mean, he's not really adding he's much value. He's also terrible. He had a goal Why last Why is game. this guy still playing? Lomberg yeah. should be there. Lomberg, okay. But Lomberg and Stajan are not playing... They're not the same style of player. I don't care. I like
0: Lomberg's style better than Stajan's. What does Stajan bring
1: to you? Nothing. Exactly. Yeah, Lomberg will bring some energy and some toughness. But I I guess my... What I'm trying to see or what I'm trying to discuss here is that keeping all things consistent, if the coaching staff or management whatever kept the lineups proper and everyone was earning their spots... Then, will we need to do any types of trades for any forwards? I would I mean, say no. So, not, we would focus gonna, only on the D. What are we going to
0: do? Because I don't think management is going to move Furland off that top line. Well, I
1: don't want him really gone there. Like, I mean, he. Well, then what's the point? I would. What I want to do is something with the D. I think what we can do with the forwards, we can solve today. Yeah, okay. But, we but can't what, solve what, the what are D you going to do with the D? Get it? Trade a D-man for a D-man? I think you need to trade T.J. and you need to potentially looking, at, you know, trading at a Ford or whatever, add him up to a package, and then get a different established D-man on the team. Someone that's a little bit more experienced, has been in the playoffs, potentially been on a team that made the finals. We we need a another leader back there to just see the game. Shea I Weber. Add another someone like that. Someone to add another voice to the dressing room. Because I'm sure Gio is a great captain. That's never going to be an argument of mine. But to have a guy like Brower as your assistant, and I know these things are kind of figureheadish stuff, but we need another guy with another voice in that dressing room, which I was hoping Yager would be, to come in with a different perspective and then get this defense organized. Because whatever Geo's doing, it's not working right now. If he is trying, I'm sure he is trying, but... You know, it's not really on him to fix that up too. But whatever he has been trying to do, it's not working. So, A, we can solve the forward problems quick today. We can trade f- with a forward because we have plenty of guys in the A that can come up and fill some decent spots. We've done that well at least, at, at least bringing up A guys and you know making sure they develop with the team. But the defense needs to f- be fixed up. It's, yeah. Well, I mean- You know, we, we touted this defense for three seasons – and it hasn't really No, not up. even come close to expectations. No. Not a, not a, not even close. So at trade deadline day, do we make the big move? Yes. I think we do try to go all in and then give up TJ or whoever management decides like I don't know what they're thinking either because again like their thought process on how they manage the roster is still boggling my mind to this day. Granted, it's not hard to boggle my mind, but in this case, (laughs) keeping Brouwer, keeping Stajan and, you know, benching Jankowski last game, you know, if you're going to send a message to a player, you better be fucking consistent across the board.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Like, sorry, your guy got three goals in a season, one of the highest paid guys on the team, and you're not benching him. Well, what is he doing? That's adding all that value that you're like, you know what? You're untouchable. And you're the first guy to go to the second line when Frolik gets injured. Yeah. Why the fuck is he the first choice? Yeah, I, I, th- <laughs> I don't know. I preach it to the choir, like, I guess. But I mean... I, I don't know. Like, what, I, I what, don't what do you know. want to do? What do you want to do? You're- I want to get rid of Brower. I want to get rid of Stajan. But a trade deadline day... Who do you want to acquire? What do you want to do to this team? I want to get that.
0: uh, My priority right now is getting that right winger. So you want a forward? It's it's still that right winger. And
1: I mean. So you would take a forward or a defender right now?
0: Oh yeah, I would trade a defender for that forward. And then you can bring up. Anderson. Exactly. I mean, we bring up Barkowski because we're so goddamn
1: stupid. Yeah. Okay. So we can go off on this too because why the fuck is Barkowski still on this team? I, I don't know. I He's don't not even paid know. that much anyway. So putting him on waivers is a fucking. It, it's a no-brainer. I don't.
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> fuck. Is this I, the whole podcast where I'm going to be fucking saying shit? These that guys you're are thinking? morons.
0: Like, why are you...
1: Barkowski? Really? Who was Scratch? Kulak was Scratch for Barkowski. I think so. Jesus Kulak Christ. wasn't playing. Like that pass, but that pass that Barkowski made was fucking unreal eh?
0: i didn't I didn't watch the game. was I was, uh, I was yeah. curling all weekend
1: but you curling You yeah. should have seen the uh, the giveaway Barkowski did.: Oh, it, you're
0: being sarcastic, yeah of course. Oh. I thought he actually made a nice pass. People who
1: are listening who have watched the game know exactly what pass I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. It was worse than the guy's
1: terrible. Like yeah, it was worse than for Leaks that one game. Just to put some. And color I mean, on I'm it.
0: not to say not to say these these guys obviously have talent. They're in the NHL, but he's not an NHL player. No. And neither am I, clearly. But uh wow. Like what are we doing? What are we doing? We show and I it's I think like these these stupid decisions trickle down into the team like when you talk to people it's like Matthew Kachuk seems like the guy who has the most heart on the flames. Was he 19? 20?
1: Yeah. A 19. A, 20,
0: a 19 year old is the guy who's most motivated to go out there and play each night. Yeah. I'm
1: just shaking my head.
0: Like, And he's the one who brings the fire and brings the heat and you know has the intensity level. He's the
1: most competitive guy on the team bar none. How? 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 Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, I, I think I think Hathaway is pretty damn competitive too, but there's just another element to Kachuk's game. Like I just, I just, I just. Every pour- time he's on the ice, you know, something might happen, right? It just—I don't know. I—it's I, so stupid uh, that we that we. But that's the thing. Like we have built he, this kind of culture into our team. But if you get that right winger, and uh, you know, does that still solve the overall problem of
0: this team right now? No, uh, the overall problem of this team is coaching. But here's another thing, and this is backtracking a lot. And I think the, the biggest problem is the coaching because, yes, Goldson had that rant. It was great. But you look at the way the the players handled that in the media reaction. It was like the media was like rate his rank or rate his uh, rate his, his rant, or rant, rant. Yeah. one out of ten. And the guys were like, oh, it was a – Kachuk's response was like, you know, we should be scared and we should be upset. The rest of them were like, who cares? And they, you know what upset me too? And this might, I don't know if this touches on you, but they called, oh yeah, Gully. They called him Gully. Yeah. That's ridiculous.
1: That's a pretty shitty nickname. I'd
0: be like, no, it's not that. If I'm a coach and the teams are like, oh, oh they call you something? They call you a nickname? I'm like, the fuck? No, you're not calling me a nickname. You're, you're like, hey, coach, that's it. Coach is my name. Yeah. Final story. I'm not a nickname. Not your friend. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like we're here to win. Yeah, you're not the host of a t- of a TV show. I'll be at show. your party. We'll have a smile. But uh, after that, you know, I'm going to take off and you players are going to be together. But, you, you, you know, Machiavelli, is it better to be feared or to be loved? It's always better to be feared. Always. <laughs> when you're a leader. We're not talking about relationships or anything like that. Well, it's- when you're a leader, it's always better to be feared, man
1: always Mr. Gully's neighborhood that's how they look at him now
0: Yeah we love Gully we love Gully Yeah Gully's and l- great And look at where we are right now on the cusp of maybe a wild card spot We just finished the seven game losing streak Hey Gully how well, does that feel Well winless no, no it's a seven game losing streak I'm
1: saying we winless We lost I,
0: 7 games in a row I know I know we lost I know them. we got points but we still yeah, lost That's that's why seven I'm saying games winless in a row.
1: Yeah that's why I'm saying winless but you're right. Sure, winless. Does lose. that sound better? Is that what Gully says? <laughs> okay, that was pretty good. But why I'm saying winless is because I'm, I'm also being sarcastic with the whole fucking point thing with the NHL. I hear
0: you, but we're slapping so much you know, lipstick you're right. on this point. I'm, not, I'm um, not
1: slapping. We did, we've did. we lost seven in a row. I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm actually just making fun of the NHL <laughs> in a subtle way. But I am. Because it's to me, it's a, not a fucking seven-game losing streak when you get four points out of it. If I'm on a seven-game losing streak, I should have zero points out of it. Didn't, didn't we get five points out of it? I thought we got four. I don't know. But
0: maybe it's a six-game losing streak. I don't know.
1: We lost a shit ton of games in a row. Whatever. It doesn't matter. You lose count when you lose so many fucking games in a row. And, uh,
0: like, the, you know, the, the coaching decisions... The way these, these players are are handled, it's just... it's.
1: Uh, Do you know that Kachuk's dad is the reason why he's like this? Yeah. If you remember Keith Kachuk, I remember watching him quite often because he was in his prime when I was you know, in my teens. But he was a competitor. He got dirty when he needed to get dirty. But you knew that there was this respect for the game and respect for the hierarchy of the game. The reason why... Matthew reacted the way he did after that coaching rant is because his That's dad fucking taught him the way, the, you know, the way of the game. It's a simple respect. There was, it's a simple respect thing. I, I don't remember which commentator was on Sportsnet, and I'm going to give praise to Sportsnet for once in a while. Um, but here, I think it was Rudy. Don't quote me on that. But he said that he understands the ropes because he's the last one to leave the dressing room Because it's a respect thing. The senior guys leave first. He's the last guy to see the physiotherapist because the senior guys see them first. Like, he does all those other little things, too, that make him such a complete and proper player. But but you know
0: what? And I think, too, these guys, how far removed are they from the modern game, actually? When you're hearing about Kelly Rudy's
1: experiences, it's nothing close to what they're experiencing in 2018. It's nothing close, but is that maybe the reason why there's no structure on this team? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. But I mean, you know, and Kachuk's dad, there was an article too that said his dad came out in the media said, if I saw someone with a face like that, I'd want to punch it
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying that about right. his own son. Yeah. His own son. Because he knows the game. And you need more people to teach. So, And he knows probably too that underneath, that's going to fire his kid up. Yeah, and... This is why I really wanted Yager to stick around, because he's also another voice that can just tell these guys, listen, I may be fucking 45, but when I'm fucking going to see the physiotherapist, you're after me. How much of a leader is Yager, though? He may not be. He may not be, but I wanted that potential there. Absolutely great player, but a leader, not so sure. Maybe not, but I know that the younger players looked up to him. And in which case, he may not need to be a leader. He just needs to be a guy that gives them advice but what I, when what they I need what it. I,
0: think I don't think what we need right now is a messiah that we look at and we grovel to. I don't know. I think we kind of do. I think we need a guy who's, you know, we need a Bufflin who's going to throw your shit in the shower when, <laughs> when, you, when you mess up. Yeah. And you're going to mess up the chemistry. Like, get out.
1: Like, send that message straight up. But the, the message, I don't know if the message starts at management or does it start at coaching. Because... Ultimately, I still think it's it's, it's, a, it's an whos it's, who's it's calls a, it to fucking bring up a guy or, or send down a guy? <laughs> you know, I'm sure it's a me. conversation, but beats, typically well, is it a
0: conversation? It's probably one of them saying this is what's going to happen maybe yeah, maybe maybe but
1: you know what I'm sure if it, if Why gully, Kulak, though what if, did Kulak if fucking do? gully goes up to Burke or, or whoever on I, I I don't know who it is still to this day who's running the show there, but and he says. You know what? I want to send down Jankowski. That did they have that discussion? Does that happen? I, don't I know. mean,
0: just think about it. When 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 you were in school, did you ever call any of your teachers nicknames? Fuck no. No. It's not how it works. No, especially in like a, a situation. Did you ever call any of your coaches by their name?
1: Only if they asked for it, but I never did. I never no. assumed it.
0: It's just like, hey coach, hey coach. It's like, hey coach, put me on. Hey coach, yeah. I'm ready. Worst hey coach, case, it'd I'm be here.
1: It'd be coach whatever their name is, like coach Mike. Some like that. Coach Dave, yeah. yeah that's like the most informal gully. I would get. Yeah, gully.
0: This gully thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Like and that's that was our captain who said it. Gio, you gotta set an example. Like our yeah. coach.
1: And you our know the coach that, was upset. That rolls into my point of do we just need another guy on this team that's a proper leader who has experience in the playoffs? Maybe he has one a cup. Like we could use how a guy much? Like how that. much does Gio relate to Monaghan and Goudreau? Maybe I don't know. Maybe he does quite a bit. I, I don't know. Like the age thing sometimes doesn't matter. Does it? I don't know, man. Like I, I I'm still fucking 12 years old in my brain. Like, I think like,
0: Geo I mean, probably finds it way easier to relate to someone like Kachuk than he does to, to to Goudreau. Yeah, Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I'd hate playing against Kachuk, but he, i absolutely love him on my team. Absolutely,
1: and there's only—it's only a matter of time when someone smacks that fucking mouthguard of his face whenever he gets in front of their face in a fight. But that's the guy you want. Whatever, and he has skill.
0: That's gonna draw us what a
1: huge penalty. I'm almost—he probably choose that thing and just waiting for the time when it happens. I want to kind of give the fucking—I want to give as many pans as we can to get his brother, because if his—if oh, his brother's anything 100%. like him, and apparently he's better, uh, skill-wise at least, yeah. Trade um, the farm to get his brother. Just like fucking, we just
0: need guys like him. Who's the team that would probably be in there? Like a New York Islanders, Florida Panthers. Well, what is it going to go? Arizona. Like, yeah, but he's got to go. They're no one three. to make terrible deals.
1: Yeah, I know. But as long as we it's just got to have tri living, hang on a second. As long as not Toronto, we, I'm okay with those. We got to get our whatever.
0: PI to figure out something about their GM. <laughs> and then we got to
1: offer them the deal. Plus the information. We can't even manage our own fucking team. How are we going to hire someone to figure this <laughs> shit out? <laughs> Fuck that, you know, and, like, the whole the whole skid, what pissed me off the most is that it feels like the wrong guys are getting punished. And even, like, the last, yesterday's game, what bothered me the most was that it was stagin that was the fringe guy moving between the third line and the fourth line. Like, how? <laughs> I know he scored, but... This is one every 20 games that he does that. So, that, I'm whoa, sorry that, if you're... Whoa, that's high. Whatever. I'm going to give him the benefit really of the doubt here. But even if it's one out of 20, that is the last guy statistically you want to use as your fringe moving between the third line and fourth line. Brower was done doing the same thing. Like, you're, you're choosing... Gully is choosing the wrong <laughs> fucking player every time when he's doing. And okay, and I know I I, I loved Gulletson after the uh, the whole fucking stick throwing yeah, incident. but there wouldn't? was but there was no follow up. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that the Iron Fist was finally. It was, was an finally, isolated like, incident. Right. It was an isolated
0: incident that when changed do nothing. When you that,
1: when you do that, and you're a coach, you need to stick with that for a while now, because if you do it once and it has that major effect, because it's the first time you do it. You need to be a complete fucking dick for a while and then warm up later. Keep it fresh. Well, I mean, you look at
0: and and I I remember a few podcasts ago, you were talking about Mike Smith and his theatrics and he got yanked against Tampa, was it right? Yeah. And he kind of skated out and then he skated back and just smashed his stick. One, I don't like that because there's kids at the game. That's a terrible example to set for kids. I get that you're upset, but you got to skate off and you got to take your licks, man. Like, that's, that's not okay to do in front of kids. But two, I mean, he's showing that passion. The coach has got to be, like, riding the iron fist. And he even looked to the bench at one point and was like, am I going to get pulled? And, and as the coach, if he's looking, like, thinking, am I going to get pulled, you're like, damn right you are. You're yeah. coming out right now. And where's the timeout? Have we lost our mind at all thinking we do not have a timeout? You can call a timeout coach. Like, yep. they score that goal 12 seconds in, timeout. Timeout and then you lamb base them. Lamb based on the bench. Absolutely. You, 12 seconds in and we lost this lead. Like, what are you guys here for? What's going on? But you really half the time it looks like what are they there for? They're just skating around, making the motions. I mean, when you've seen when you've seen McDavid and Carlson skate in like that, I've never seen one of our players do that ever. And Monahan's a big guy, but here's the thing. I was looking up Monahan. See how many goals he had. The guy's six foot three, but he's a, he's a stick, one ninety five. I'm five ten. I'm one ninety, and I'm not fat. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not fat.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: I, I'm I'm an athletic guy, but I mean these guys have to be. Mon- Monahan has to put on some muscle, and he's got to put on some muscle because. He, have you ever have you ever noted Monahan for his speed?
1: No, no. So Just you got to be brain. a
0: big guy. You got to be a big guy. He's got to put on some. But muscle, he's, he's I think. smart. Though. And I mean, he's a good player. He's a smart yeah. player. But I think that you know he's got to bulk up a bit, he, he, and yeah. that'll make a big difference to his game because that'll really give him that.
1: But you're talking about a guy that's consistently gotten, what is it, thirty goals per season? Yeah, he's here. a like, great player. I love having him on the team. Like, but I, I, mean, I don't know, he's if, a stick. Yeah, but I don't know if that's really a big deal.
0: <laughs> I think it is. I mean, I want to see him to, but he's not be, to get power into those forward, kind of positions.
1: Right? He's not a power forward. He's just a guy. He's like a, a few a few he's like extra a poacher. pounds of muscle isn't going to hurt. No, but he he's, he's more of a poacher, right? He doesn't really need to.
0: Okay, I'm a fan who wants my team to improve. When I see something, I'm going to say it. No, but
1: <laughs> dude, we're here to we're here to <laughs> deliberate and discuss. We don't have to agree on everything. But, but I but I mean, you know, it's I'm just, just saying it's not really a priority for if I'm Monahan. That's not really a, a priority. It's a very low
0: me. priority, but yeah. like. How is, again, how is management, do you kind of let these things slide? Six foot three, 195?
1: Yeah, okay. As a holistic view, yeah, I agree. Like,
0: there are certain hey, things uh, that... knock, knock, knock. You should be plus 200 for sure. Sure. For, for sure. sure. And, I mean, if we're saying he's lean for speed, fair argument, if he was fast. Yeah, he's not fast. If he was fast. I, I'd understand if the guy's an absolute speed demon. Like, there's flames coming out of the back of the skates. No pun
1: intended. But, but, he's, but he's not. Yeah, and uh, on the coaching thing, um, what made me an anti—not anti, but less pro Gallantson fan was the fact that he fucking kept Frolic on the ice after that horrible turnover. Yeah, you'd never—I I don't never. Care. That is a Sh- fundamental shake it, thing. Shake it off. Shake That's it a off, fundamental but. coaching thing that in any sport, any sport, like. Literally any sport where you have live line changes like hockey, basketball, like you name it, right? These things, you take that guy off. That line was so fucking flat after that giveaway and they scored. And then Vegas scored like, what, five seconds after that? Nobody was fucking moving. That was bad. Like you cannot, as a coach, sorry, but I'm just going to say you should have been fired. You should have been fired that game. I and mean, because that, that Vegas game kind of looked like the beginning of the end for no, us. That, that game was the most fireable offense I've, I've seen all season. Like, and I'm talking about things like stick throwing, looking at the fucking iPad after every goal, looking like you don't give a shit sometimes, not arguing with the rest, not doing this, not changing the lines properly, not scratching the right players, playing the wrong fucking guy on the power play, putting Brower on the fucking power play, scratching Jankowski, scratching (laughs) fucking Kulak, playing Barkowski how many fucking times, and putting like... You put Brower on the same fucking faceoff in that one overtime game. It was like four games ago. He lost both in a row. Yeah,
0: I remember. Both
1: in a row. If he loses the first fucking faceoff in an overtime three on three, or sorry, four on three because it was a power play for them, you better fucking take him off. You better be so. You better feel so fucking lucky that you got a whistle that you can take him off, and then put someone that's gonna win the faceoff. These are fundamental things and. These are a bunch of shit uh, situations that have, have had, uh, sorry, have happened in the last 10 games, and you did the most fundamental thing wrong. Well, do I, not leave the guy on the ice who fucked up like that bad. ever. Sorry, that, that's you may not agree, but I would have fired no, gully that game. After <laughs> that, I would have like, come to my office right now. And I'd be like, what the fuck were you thinking leaving the guy that left, gave the world's worst turnover after a fucking long injury, right? He's probably still kind of messed up getting back into it. And I mean, maybe it starts like
0: that too. Like, management has to start to put a bit of pressure on this guy. Or maybe they don't respond
1: to pressure or something. But we're not pushing the right buttons. Well, they did do it uh, back when we started that seven-game streak, right? They did something. Is that confirmed? No, it's not confirmed, but
0: like Well, I mean, right now All the signs seem like let's, it was. Let's think here. We were all in on this season. We were all in. We traded away our first round pick to get Hamonick. We're like we're all in on the playoffs, and we're saying we're competing now. The rebuild is done. We're ready to go. We're a contender team. And we made everyone believe that we were gonna be like one of the top five teams in the NHL at the beginning of this season. That is not us. Yep. And we have been by and large, for the season, underwhelming. Underwhelming. And this is coming off, I mean, the, the losing streak is fresh in the mind, but we did win against Chicago on Saturday night still. But, I mean, wow, we left it late. And I think we're, we're really going to struggle to be above 500 straight wins and losses from this point forward. That Vegas game, that, that's no good. That's, yep. that's no good.
1: <laughs> Vegas isn't even a year old. No, <laughs> they're number one in the West. Um, I mean, uh, what, I,
0: what would be cool, though, if you were their fan, you can be, like, lifelong fan.
1: Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> um, so, Philly fans are carrying street signs around because they just won the Super Bowl. I, I'm worried about the city of Philadelphia right now because <laughs> their fans are by far the most passionate slash crazy people on the planet. Like, these guys are worse than Turks. And Turks are bad when their teams win championships. Like, I'm talking, like, fire, brimstone, cats, dogs living together, mass hysteria shit. So watch watching them carry this pole with the do not cross symbol here anyway. So the Flames, like, moving on to the head coach to the special teams coach. Oh. I mean.
0: Oh, Goodbye. Yeah, so Goodbye in if, we're not,
1: if we're not demoting, so if we have like this touchy-feely situation in Calgary where we're afraid to fire personnel, okay, if that's the case, then you should be demoting our special team staff. I would be firing them, but I would demote them to the A and bring up the special teams coaches of the A to Calgary and give them a shot. Because anybody is gonna be better than our twentieth best power play in the league. Twentieth.
0: I think we moved up from twenty first. Someone yeah. someone got worse. Yeah. There are other teams that are absolutely terrible. They're in free fall at this point. Pretty
1: sure though that we've been amongst the free fall though. Oh well what's
0: that division with Toronto and Montreal and Ottawa? Like that that's playoff locked. Yeah. Like there are there are a bunch of teams in free fall in that division and For sure. What we need what we need is for L.A., San Jose, or Anaheim to go into an absolute tailspin.
1: That's not going to happen. Those <sighs> those teams are experienced. It won't yeah, happen. All of those teams. Every yeah. one of those teams experienced is experienced. Experienced teams
0: do not do that. And then, like, the Central teams are just too good. Whereas the Central is probably going to get both of those wildcard spots. And then there's us. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, like, Vegas won tonight again. Like, it's just... Vegas is first. Vegas is just Man, if you actually watch well them. Done. Like, when I I've, watch. I've watched
0: a couple of their games, and then I watched them against us, and they're just, like, unreal. They're fun to watch. They're so fun they're to watch. Playing, they're playing like they care. They're
1: playing like they're motivated, and like it, they want to play for each other. They're structured, too, right? Like, the right guys are on the ice all the time, and the guys with their certain roles do their roles well. And if you look at their fucking salaries, everyone's earning their dime. Everybody, there's there's hardly just like the flames. Yeah, and you know, I, well, I for, yeah. So there was that. I forgot the name of the player right now, but there was that player on Vegas who was getting paid pretty well, but they put him on waivers like pretty oh, early. Oh yeah, in the season. Russian guy. Yeah, shipper.
0: Yeah, I know the guy. Yeah, you know Shev, what I'm talking. Yeah, something. yeah,
1: you know who I'm talking about. You see, they weren't afraid to do that.
0: Oh, he was just out. They're like. Yeah. They're like, straight up, they told the guy, you've been outperformed by everyone else on the roster. You're not good enough. Here are your options. And he hummed and hawed, and then he just went back to Russia. Yeah. But, like, he was their marquee guy, too. Outside of James Neal, he was one of their marquee forwards, which isn't saying much because it's Vegas. But, I mean, they're they're bloody near first in the NHL, so maybe that's saying a lot. But, wow, ruthless. Ruthless. And they said, you know what? You earned your way onto this roster, and you haven't earned it. I don't care if we thought you were the best. We've got these guys that want to play, and uh, wow! How ironic! Do you know what his salary is? Yeah, four point five million. Got to be. Yep, it's got. <laughs> it's fucking. He probably hard. has three goals already. Wow. Well, and that's not good enough for Vegas in November.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what's the lesson here? Oh, we're we're, I mean. He had one point in three games. So, on a per-game basis... He only played
0: three games? Yeah.
1: No, he surely played more. No, it says he only played three here. It was a goal, though, right? A goal, and that's it. And he was plus two. Sorry, plus three that game. Plus three, a goal in three games. So, Calgary. The fuck are we doing holding Brower? That's the question. I didn't even know this until now. Like, See, I literally found 1. this out 6 now. $1.6 million dollar question. <laughs> I'm sure he's a great guy, but I'm, we're, we're speaking purely as How about as that haircut, the, though? Yeah, like the George McFly <laughs> haircut. Uh, we're speaking purely from the performance perspective, not as human beings perspective, okay? Put that all that shit aside, because I saw a tweet by Theo Fleury saying that everyone's so hard on this guy and, and whatever. He's a great guy. Nobody, and I mean nobody, and I won't speak on behalf of the world here, but I'll speak on behalf of Tyler and I. Nobody is fucking insulting this guy personally. We are saying that he is not a performer up to the caliber that the Flames no, need. Yeah. Near not nearly what he earns as a salary. I mean, we never talk I, about the guy's personal life. Absolutely at, at not. Any point. We've never done that. We are talking about him as a player, as a number, and how many points he puts up. I get it's fucking hard. I get that it's a tough stage to be on but guess what that was what you chose to be you were good enough to do it so you did it get aboard the fucking criticism train man like you got to take it because if you're not taking the criticism you're never going to get better and I don't think this guy's taking the criticism that well I think he's just you know he might be going up to uh the coach or or management going and feeling victimized you know, he's probably playing the victim card going, like, well, I'm doing my best, blah, blah. Well, your fucking best not good enough. Yeah. Well. Ship Shipachov, or what? Fuck, I can't say his name, but this guy fucking got the boot three games late. Three <laughs> games later. Three fucking games. Even I think that's cold, man. <laughs> three games. Like, that is, you know, you want to talk about a team that's like, that's sunk cost. Fuck it. What? <laughs> We should be doing the exact same thing. We got enough room to fucking get somebody else, even if we put him on the waivers and we still have to pay his salary, even if he was in the A or whatever. I don't know. I don't know why we're holding on to Brower or Stajan. I don't care. I don't care how great guys they are. I'm sure they're fucking fantastic people, but as performers on our team, you you can't even put performance on there. Like it doesn't. That part of their vocabulary doesn't exist when they're on the ice. I don't see it. And we, we need to be better. And, uh, you know, at the meantime, if you're keeping Barkowski and you're, you're scratching Kulak and you're letting fucking Anderson just peak at an AHL level, you're also fucking up there too. Don't let him peak in the minors. Yeah. I mean, Pull him up just like you did Jankowski. You did that perfectly, right? He was peaking there. That like, was like a five-year plan for that guy. For sure, but it was worth it so far. But execution this season of saying, like, okay, okay, kid, you fucking, you were killing it. So here's your chance now. Well, give, give Anderson that chance. Trade Brody, open up that spot, put, I think Barkowska you got to trade waivers. one of these
0: players who feels like they're established just to let people know. Yeah. Hey, you know, we're not okay with what's going on. And, and, and a shuffle up, a, a shuffle up has to happen. Yeah.
1: But don't do it till it's, it, it's going to get too late. You got to do this tomorrow. Yeah. Basically. Uh, I think
0: you got to do it mid February. Well, th- I mean, That's I'm just, just sort, the sort the of saying, yeah. It seems right for that kind of deal. Absolutely. But to wrap things up, your ideal, your ideal trade deadline deal, trade deadline deal. uh, What is it? So. The best thing that we can do by the trade deadline?
1: Get a defender. Get for rid who? of one of our defenders. And get a defender in? Get a experienced, proper defender. You have defender. a name? I don't have a name because I don't know who's available with that kind of credential. Is Weber available? I don't know, man. I wouldn't trade for... I, I, I was just it, shouting out a name. I mean, no, I would, I, know, but I think Weber's done. We mentioned him for a reason, right? Like I, a, a guy like him, right? No one... You know, when... Nashville did that trade, you know. Everybody was like, "Holy fuck!" But you kind of traded a star defender for a star defender, right? And it worked out wonders for Nashville, right? So stuff like that can change. The I would face have taken that deal in a heartbeat, though. I know, but would you have taken Subban or would you have taken Weber? Subban. I feel like you would have taken Weber at the no time. No way. Dude, no I'm way. pretty sure you would have. No.
0: I, as soon as they made that Subban deal, I was like, that's amazing for Nashville. I thought it was amazing for uh, the Canadians. No. Weber's on the wrong end of 30. Huge. That contract is ridiculously huge. And they're stuck with that. I remember I was reading things on TSN and stuff. Everybody's like 50-50 on that trade, though. Yeah, because it's a Canadian website. We can't say anything bad about the Canadians making a shit trade.
1: Well, I mean, TSN doesn't really give two shits about the Canadians. They only care about the Maple Leafs. They still don't want to say anything bad because they want. Re- they, I have
0: not w- think about what happened when Leah Hextall said that about the Oilers. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, I know. Everybody, everyone is afraid to say anything bad about any Canadian team except on her because she's awesome.
1: So, so you know, <sighs> that was terrible. <laughs> I still don't think it was such a clear cut trade. Maybe you were on that boat, but. I didn't think I it was that clear Sub- cut. Like, if we could, if we could trade, let's say, like
0: a Geo for an equivalent equivalent young player. Like, I mean, yeah. Suban and Weber seem like a cut up, like a one step down. A Geo for like a, I don't know. What do you think, Sammy Vatnine?
1: Maybe I. <laughs> I know Florida I, I wouldn't you're, do you're this. You're putting me on the spot. Right I know now. Florida I really wouldn't do this, yet, but, but
0: would you consider trading? A package of like Dougie Hamilton plus for Aaron Eckblad.
1: Yeah, I would do that, of, but of course you would. I, I would. Wouldn't. But yeah, but I wouldn't. But if wouldn't convince them to Hamilton do that, anymore,
0: I'm actually no. I, become, I don't mind Hamilton. I've
1: become a Hamilton fan in the last. Uh, 10 except games when or people so. skate at him with speed. But, yeah, but uh, I mean, I don't know many people. But you're you're alluding to McDavid doing that. Not really know, anybody. Anyone else. with speed,
0: man. I don't he know. He just I, looks lost, but he's been playing a lot better lately.
1: Yeah, he's been he's been great. Um I've been pretty hard on him, but I think he's been great. Anyhow, my but ideal TJ. trade
0: get that right winger and and trade trade Hamonic for the right wing. You get rid of Hamenick already, hey? Whoever, yeah. Goodbye. Um got to be ruthless. Show yeah. them we mean, we mean business. And I mean as far as who the right winger is that we get.
1: I don't know. See, it's not it's not easy now because don't know. You don't really have a list of players in front of you, but <laughs> like, but ideally, but I mean, yeah, you who do want. You think,
0: who do you think is available? You got oh. to think about a team that's not finishing. In the well, playoffs. okay.
1: I mean, if you look at, so you look at like Detroit. M- m- Detroit's not going to make it. Maybe a, maybe Montreal's a, not going to make a it. a packy
0: ready guy, but he might
1: be too much. Well, you know? Ottawa's not going to make it. But, I mean, Vancouver the last thing doesn't needs fucking left any... wing. So, well, Vancouver's not going to make it, but they don't really have anybody that we want. Chicago's kind of on the cusp. They're not trading. But they're not trading either. I, you know, if I'd gone through more of a team list, I would have had a better answer for you. And I'm sure after we're done this, like, next episode, I'll have an answer for you. We'll have it before, obviously, the, all the trade deadline shit going on. But, I mean, just a couple things for you and I to think about. How about that? Absolutely. Because we know generally what we want. You want a right winger. I want a new defender. And
0: I want the Flames to win and get into the playoffs. Yeah, that goes without saying. Win the Stanley Cup every year.
1: Yeah, that goes without saying. But let's start with the ground floor here and try to fix the roster first before we talk about winning the Cup for the next 25 years straight.
0: Yeah, it just upsets me that we
1: have this many problems. But, but it's solvable problems, and I think that's what bothers both of us. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of problems that they can solve tomorrow. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Anyhow, that's a wrap. You're done, hey? I'm done. You're you're finished with this. Sunday night. I'm tired. I have to work tomorrow.
1: You know, I'm I'm, I'm done. (laughs) Okay. Well, this is awkward. We're going to end this now. Um, I don't want to talk anymore about this. Why don't I say the farewells and the pleasantries here? It's always Tyler, but he's being fucking mixed grump grumpy over there. (laughs) Thank you for listening as usual. Sorry for the... Two or three week delay that we had between episodes here. Um, we have been getting some good feedback lately. Uh, we did get a shout out from Leah Hextall, which was quite nice. Um, you know, we wish her the best in her newly found political career or whatever it was. Uh, I forgot the uh, who she was working for, but something in Manitoba. Something in Manitoba. So we wish her all the luck hopefully she's still listening but uh we appreciate the shout out it means that we're doing something right whether it's posting a video that should have been posted every day for the rest of everyone's life uh to be seen about how oilers are fucking horrible or whatever we appreciate everyone's feedback so keep it coming and uh until next time
0: yeah, it's not a eulogy at a funeral,
1: man. You can until next time. Until next time. We'll see you guys then. Good night.